Good morning and happy Mother's Day. And before I go in into our preaching today, I wanted to thank Sonia and Jim for taking the time and spending efforts to um, give us a, a beautiful a Mother's Day video. And it has mostly all the mothers and their children. So would you, would you uh, join me to thank Sonia and Jim for their beautiful effort and wonderful, wonderful slideshow. Now, for Mother's Day, we used to do it differently, but we take what we have and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. I want to talk today about Christian mothers. And I want to read a couple of verses from uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 31, verses 26 through 28. It's talking about a, a mother, actually. In her tongue, the Bible says, is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household. Her children rise up and call her blessed. May the Lord bless his word. Let's say a word of prayer. Lord, our Lord, we looking toward you to bless this beautiful day, Mother's Day. I may every mother and every person bless us all, Lord, and help us to listen to your word, not my voice, but yours, and make this day a very blessed day in the lives of many. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. In her tongue, is the law of kindness. Theodore Roosevelt wrote something about motherhood and mothers, and he titled it The Strategic Role of the Successful Mother. I want to share with you a, a few sentences, maybe a paragraph or two, what he said. When all is said, he says, it is the mother and the mother only who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. The successful mother, the mother who does her part in rearing and training, aright the boys and girls who are to be men and women, of the next generation is of greater use to the community and occupies, if she would only realize it, a more honorable as well as a more important position than any man in it. The mother is the one supreme asset of the national life. She is more important 
by far than the successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. I agree. And may God bless this morning. I want to share with you a few words, three points about the mothers. We are thankful to God for they are great teachers. They are great teachers. It is the mother who is the teacher at home, especially when so many mothers taking the responsibility to teach at home nowadays, and we, we call it homeschooling. Mothers are the child's first and most important teachers. 80% of what a child learns, he learns by the time he is five years old. It is mainly the mother's decision what she wants her children to be. It's not the church's responsibility, as some think. It is the mother and also the father. It is the parents. Church and Sunday school complement and support the parents to bring up godly children. The Bible instructs us to listen and obey mother's teaching. And let's listen to Proverbs Chapter 1, verse 8. Do not forsake, the Bible says, the law of your mother. That means do not forsake the teaching of your mother. It is an unwritten law, but unforgettable. And it's always in our minds as we grow up. It is the law of love. The law of kindness, of selfish selflessness, of giving. Mother's heart gives and gives and keep on giving. Someone said a godly mother will point her children to God by the force of her example as much as by the power of of her words. Amen. Children know if something is important to mother and they listen very carefully. If she has been telling them make good grades so that someday you can go to college, they better listen. They know how serious she is. Though the mother may form their way of thinking, and the way they are growing. And she might also affect, affect their choices. What a great responsibility. And this one needs prayers, needs wisdom, needs God's direction, because she is planning their future and their destiny. But let's not forget that God must be first 
in the mother's children's lives. She has to instill first the love of God in their lives. It is amazing that some parents put the ball game, camping, fishing trips, all kinds of activities ahead of their children's Sunday school and church programs. And then, then the question comes, why the children love the world and drift away from church? And then the question, what have I done? Where did I go wrong? Well, I leave that. The answer is in the word of God. And the answer is taught in this church all the time. And remember, the ancient formula given to parents is still valid and productive with excellent results. Let me read it. The ancient formula. You always hear me repeating it. Train up a child. Trained up a child in the way he should go, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's the formula. That's the word of God. Proverbs 22, 6. Read it and meditate on it. Mothers, you are the teachers, and their future depends on how and what you teach them. Remember, the subject, the first point is, they are our teachers, mother. They are still tender, and you have a captive audience. Please feed them the word of God. There is a well-known story. I read it, and uh, I, I smiled when I read this. I, I said, I'm going to repeat it here. This story of a woman who heard Gypsy Smith preach. She wrote him a letter saying that she was sure that the Lord had called her to preach. In the same way he did. The trouble was, she said, she had nine children and couldn't see how she could be free enough to carry on her calling. Gypsy Smith wrote this letter back. Dear Madam, I am delighted to hear that the Lord has called you to preach. I am also pleased to note that he has already provided you with a congregation. Nine kids. You better teach them and preach to them. My second point. Mothers have a godly influence. Thank God for mothers godly influence. We are responsible for the way we influence others, especially our children. The Bible sets the only standard of truth and none other. There is no substitute, let me tell you that, for a godly mother who is guided by the word of God. Her decisions and opinions are evaluated by the light of the Bible teaching. We must be thankful for all mothers in this church 
and thank you. Thank you. On behalf of the elders and our men, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being the godly mothers that you are. You are an example, and you have been an example of your children, and you have been influencing them, because you know you're not influencing them for now, for the new generation that is coming, and for the rest of their lives. Theodore Roosevelt again said, America's greatest asset in home building, God-fearing mothers, period. Blessed is the mother whose Christ is her only example and the word of God her standard. Blessed is the mother. And I thank God again for you mothers and for what you are doing. Teaching your children and being a godly example to them. May God bless you. When Henry Beecher the man of God was asked who influenced you toward Christ. You know what he said? Do I have to tell you what he said? Mother. They asked him, was it some college professor? Some great preacher? Or a Sunday faithful Sunday school teacher, he said, the memory of my sainted mother is the brightest recollection of my early years. You have them now. You're teaching them now. And may the Lord bless each and every child, boys and girls, that I love so much, all of them, to remember one day, if the Lord tarries, they say, my sainted mother, who taught me and was an example for me. Those who knew Abraham Lincoln, who influenced a nation, those who knew his tender mother and her reverent spirit will no doubt remember where he, where he got his spirit from. It was the rounding up for him that influences him by a Christian mother and her teaching. I couldn't pass when I was reading by um, Pastor Parson Elkin, who gave her eulogy. I want to quote it for you. He stood at the foot of Lincoln's mother grave that Sunday afternoon in Indiana and gave the most sacred message with unusual fluency and fervor. I'm reading it. He spoke of the precious Christian woman who had gone with warm praise. She deserved 
and held her up as an example to true womanhood and motherhood. Reh. Pastor Elkin recalled her sweet and patient example. Her consistent efforts to inspire her son Abraham with pure and noble motives. Her simple instruction in divine truth. Her devotion. Her devoted love for him and the motherly offices she had rendered him during all his tender years. His character was planted in this Christian's mother's life. Its roots were fed by this Christian's mother's love. And those that have wondered at the truthfulness and earnestness of Lincoln's mature character have only to remember that the tree was true to the soil from which it sprung. Later, J.G. Holland writes about Lincoln saying, never drew his infant life from a purer or more womanly bosom than her son, her own. Long after her sensitive heart and weary hands crumbled into dust and had climbed to the life again in forest flowers, Abraham said to a friend, with tears in his eyes, all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. What an influence. What a life this woman. I'd like, when we go to heaven, I'd like to meet her. He was, he was not a good Christian man. He was a president, the president of our country. And in my opinion, the best president ever. What an influence. My third word, thank God for mother's love and her good example. Mother's love is selfless, sacrificial. It's all her life. It's all about others. A mother's love is giving and giving. All is giving. Besides, protective, unconditional. And she's the mother who brings the joy and happiness and harmony to her family. Charles Dickens once said, wherever there is need, sorrow and suffering, there you will find mothers. Her smiles are contagiously cheerful and light up a home, imparting hope and courage. We all agree that parents need heavenly wisdom and consistent prayers seeking God's guidance to understand the problems of their sons and daughters, especially in this age. Especially in this age. Let me encourage all parents 
especially mothers. Please do not give up. Please continue bringing the word of God and put it before their eyes, regardless of their reaction, regardless of their reaction. Keep the word of God supreme in your household. Keep Bible reading. Keep prayer meetings at home. Keep the devotions going. This is the most important thing you can leave with them as they grow up, as they grow up, and someday leave home and start their own. They will never forget. They will never forget your teaching, your influence, and your love. An important factor also in their lives is the mother's example and home influence. Motherhood. Just think of its blessings, its joys, its sorrows, its challenges, its triumphs. As someone said, there is no greater ecstasy than holding her newborn and no greater anguish than the broken heart a child may cause. Isn't that true? Mother's love is the nearest thing on earth to God's love. Someone said that. I don't know. I don't know. She is a mixture of patience, of kindness, of understanding, discipline, purity, and above all, of love. Regardless how many children she has, two, three, four, five, she would love them just the same. Because the heart of mother can do that and no one else. A girl from a Christian home entered college. She received several letters from mom and dad also in which they expressed great concern for her living a clean life. She was raised a Christian at home. She was nurtured by the word of God. Her mom used to pray for her day and night, and she still does. And when she received the last letter, she took the pen and wrote these few sentences. said, Mother, you need not have any bothersome concern about my getting into sinful ways. God has been a guest in our home too long for me to go into forbidden paths. Rest your heart 
I will never forget your teaching and your prayers. We are to thank God for godly mothers, for influential mothers, for teaching mothers, and for loving mothers. Remember them, especially during this day. Let us thank God for them. They sacrifice a lot and spend long days and sleepless nights to bring up a new generation that fears God and abide by his precepts. Let us be sensitive on this day and be grateful and above all thankful for our moms, for our mothers, not only on this day, Mother's Day, but every day for our mothers and the mother of our children. Amen. Have a happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for all the mothers, all the godly mothers that you have blessed us with. And we thank you that many are with us today. And we thank you as we meditated on your word for their own teaching. And help us, Lord, not to forget the law of our mothers, the teaching of our mothers, the upbringing that they gave us, the influence that they left with us, the love they loved us with. Thank you for everything they have done. And thank you for everything they are doing to raise wonderful children who will know you and live to honor her memory, to honor their mothers and bring joy to those who are around us still. We pray with all our hearts, Lord, that every effort that is being done, everything these mothers do at home schooling, Lord, that you continue to bless and give us a new generation, take charge and continue serving the Lord, their Savior. This the rest of the day, and whatever the families that we have and they are with us today, help them to honor mom within the boundaries that we have. We are still restricted, but we pray that every family will remember mom and honor her. Dismiss us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.